0: This week's episode of To The Top Talk is brought to you by CollegeSportsUnfiltered.com Talking Southern Miss athletics with some pretty knowledgeable Southern Miss fans. Great place to go, unvarnished, unfiltered. You won't have to sift through the propaganda. Southern Miss fans, check it out. CollegeSportsUnfiltered.com Hey, it's Frank Caliendo and I'll be back in Hattiesburg, Mississippi. Yes, I should have fixed this. Hattiesburg, Mississippi. Uh, for the fourth annual Last for Life comedic event. Mississippi, of course. Home of Morgan Freeman and Brett Favre. August 2nd. Might have said that already. And we'll see you there. Hakuna Potato. You are listening to To the Top Talk with Jamie Arrington. Thank you, Jamie. And Jason Bailey. Bump is uh, pretty good. But the reality is... They don't know, man! I've been looking forward to To the Top Talk. You know, I have that with myself every night.
1: Every day, anything we do, it's southerness to the top.
0: What's going on? What's happening? How are you guys doing? Welcome to To The Top Talk with Jamie Arrington and Jason Bailey. I am Jamie Arrington. He's Jason Bailey. Take it away, Jason.
1: Greetings and salutations, buddy. Uh, building a kickball empire one game at a time.
0: There you have it. So this is your first time listening. We're here to give you a break from all of the high resource five propaganda in the mainstream sports media to talk about the University of Southern Mississippi Golden Eagles. You can find us on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, and more. Uh, go to jamiearrington.net slash to the top talk have all those links um to get you situated on what kind of device whatever device you listen on, whatever computer you listen on, there is a way for you to keep up with the show. All right, before we get into all the news of the week, uh, this was announced today. Conference USA and the NFL Network have announced a new four-year deal that's going to broadcast uh they're going to broadcast 10 games a year on Saturdays for the next four seasons. So, I'm not sure what the financial details are, just that get of this but this will definitely be a step up to our current package in regards to exposure.
1: Yeah, well, my first uh, – the first thing I was going to ask when you mentioned that is uh, how much. <laughs> how much are we getting paid for this? Um, and I know it is fan- – it's, it's way better exposure than, um, than we've had. But um, it sure would be nice to just somehow miraculously – the uh, leadership at Conference USA inked some you know crazy good lucrative deal, um, but but anything's better than nothing, and it seems like a step in the right direction. And uh, NFL Network's cool, man, big time. Yeah, I mean,
0: and this is probably gonna. I don't, you know, I think that uh, I don't know what time of day they're going to play, but to to have a game broadcast on a Saturday, um, you would think it would either be you know an afternoon slot or an, an evening slot. I would imagine. Um, so we'll see what happens. But I think it's a good thing. I mean, you look at, you know, it definitely a step up from being sports. And I really don't, as long as we're on somewhere, I'll watch it. I don't care. Mm-hmm. But as far as your casual fans, I mean, you're going to have a lot of people turning into the the, the uh, NFL network and, you know, may catch a game kind of like we used to be when we would be on ESPN on the Tuesday and Wednesday nights.
1: It's going to be one of those things where you can accidentally run into it. Uh, whereas with the Facebook thing and the BN and all that, you, you had to pretty much make an effort, right? Uh, is, you know, to go out and, and find it. So, and you know, let me ask you this, what, as far as what games they're going to put on, I guess they hadn't announced any of that yet. Um, is they just going to like see how the season's shaken out and then pick the game of the week? Or do you have any idea what's going going to go on there?
0: I don't yet, but I would imagine that we would find out as it gets close maybe as it gets closer to the season i mean i don't think they would just pick it weekly i think they would have to at least pick a little bit in advance but it may be a situation where you know kind of like the nfl does sometimes with their primetime games is they don't you know pick the last couple of weeks until they get towards the end of the season so that might be something like that just to see how things shake out and you know one of the marquee games on the schedule this year could be that last game of the season against fau hmm the Fighting Kiffins. The Fighting Kiffins. Uh, last chance you. And we'll get to that in a little bit. <laughs> um, so yeah, we had, you had a great interview last week with Mark Maddox. We kind of took a week off from all the jibber jabber. Uh, we both had anniversaries. Happy anniversary to Katie. Happy anniversary to Melissa. We had a great Indeed. time last weekend. Um, but you had a great episode last week with Mark Maddox. Uh, his record was broken this weekend. We're going to get into that and more. <laughs> If you want to support the show, be sure you check us out at patreon.com slash to the top talk. Keep picking up a new couple of new Patreons here and there, so uh, check it out. Um, we'll give you a shout out at the end of every episode. All right, Jason, so let's talk Southern Miss baseball. We didn't get to talk about it last week, but you've kind of had a stretch here where the Golden Eagles seem to have sputtered towards the finish line. The, the, we've lost the last three weekend series and that's something where we had you know swept uh, the majority of our weekend series on the season so tell us bring us up to speed with what's been going on with southern miss baseball this past week
1: okay this past week uh, of course we played uh we played troy and i uh, had a humongous uh, victory it was i guess it was a week and a half ago but uh versus troy 12 to 2 victory it was rally bike night um everybody showed up in their rally bike t-shirts uh fantastic promotion put on by uh, southern miss and then, uh, of course that night, uh, Donaldson had a big night, three hits, four RBIs, 16 total hits, which is something that you really like to see towards the end of a year. The, uh, offense really getting rolling. Uh, and then you had UAB coming into town. You mentioned that we had lost two consecutive Conference USA series to Rice and, uh, F- FAU. FAU. Yeah, yeah, FAU. So you'd like to think that last week on um, UAB rolling into town, you kind of right the ship just a little bit. Uh, Didn't start off great. Lost that Thursday game. Remember, it's Thursday, Friday, Saturday, because they wanted just one extra getaway day with the uh, conference tournament coming up next week starting on Wednesday. But uh, lost a heartbreaker on Thursday. Lost three to two. But silver lining, Walker Powell, nine innings pitched. He, of course, got the no decision. But right here at the end of the year, if there's a number one on this team, Walker Powell is the number one. And he is at full strength. He's throwing a bunch of strikes. And um and you know there's you know let's cross our fingers but we don't have any injuries you know going into the tournament. Uh and Walner hit a bomb that game. Uh let's move on to Friday. Guidry and Walner hit home runs. Uh Stevie Powers with the win another bright spot. Um of course you know we won that game so that's the brightest spot. But Stevie Powers has been up and down. It's been several times this year where he's gone less than two innings. Um uh, so it's good to see him get the uh, get a quality start and get the win. Then UAB on Saturday we lost thirteen to ten but. Again, a silver lining. We were getting hammered <laughs> in that game and, and made a comeback towards the end in a game that ultimately probably didn't mean a whole lot. Um, but you know, we, we showed some fight. Slater with five RBIs. Wallner hit two home runs, and I know we're going to get to it, but one of those ended up tying Mark Maddox's record, and one of them broke the record. And I know I was talking to my good friend, John Smith, uh, at the, uh, 4th Street, uh, golf tournament this weekend. And he mentioned that, because I didn't get to go to that game, but he said that Walner batted five times, right? He walked three times. The only two times they pitched to him, he hit one to tie, <laughs> and one to beat the record. <laughs> so wow. That's, that's pretty yeah, cool. I guess so, with, yeah. It makes your sense. last home game at the Pete, you know, that's kind of going down in legendary style right there. So it was pretty cool. would have been nice to, you know, sweep the series, if nothing else, win the series, but it didn't happen. And I really think at the end of the day, uh, this team, well, all year long, it's been up and down all year long. It's been, we'll win seven out of eight and lose six out of 10. Right. And then just been a year of streaks. So hopefully that's our bad spot. And going into this tournament, we go ahead and we, we get, we get on one of those runs that, um, that we know we can. And, and everybody knows we have the firepower to do it. I still think we're the best team in the conference. So but we've sure got to put something together, uh, quickly. Uh, starting this Wednesday versus Rice and maybe the best pitcher in the tournament. You know, and we talked about it before the season
0: that we weren't really sure about the pitching depth, how the pitching was going to shake out. But what has really killed us has been the errors. I mean, something <laughs> we talk seems like we're talking about it every week, but you're not giving those pitchers the protection they need. And uh gosh, it's it's made for a brutal run the past few weeks.
1: There's only so much that the offense can do, you know, you 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 can't. I mean, you can have sure guys. Every team in the country would love to have guys like like Hunter Slater, like Matt Walner, uh, like Brian Bowen. Um, but it, at some point, you got to stop giving away runs because your offense just can't make up for it. And then we've we've pretty much ran into a lot of that. Um, I mentioned that Walker Powell was probably our number one. Um, I think we've got a team full. I'm not trying to ruffle any feathers, but I really think we have a team full of twos. I'm not sure. If, if we do have a one, it's definitely Walker. But that being said, those twos need some help uh, defensively, and um, and we haven't given it to them every single game. So who knows? We have the ability to. There's superstars all over the field. Um Love the love the makeup of the club. Hey, we finally settled on a lineup. I mean, h- how long during this season did, did you and I talk about? Got to shake up the lineup. Got to do this. Got to do that. I think Wander's sitting in three different spots in the lineup himself. So, um, a lot of things have come to have come together. Every season is it's like a like a movie, really. You know, there's a beginning, a middle, and an end. There's ups and downs. There's drama. We've had all that, and here we are right here at the end, and and we 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 haven't figured out everything yet, but. We have figured out that for stretches, we can be an elite baseball club. And we, if we want anything to happen uh, further past the Conference USA tournament, we're going to have to zone in on that, on, on, on somehow becoming an elite club. And uh, and like I mentioned, I mean, the firepower is there. We just got to put it all together for about a week stretch, and I think we can do it.
0: You know every season is a journey.
1: You know what I'm saying?
0: <laughs> i tell you somebody I want to talk about. Because I think that he could um, be a crucial a crucial uh, piece of the puzzle as far as Southern Miss winning the tournament this coming week. Um, last Tuesday against Troy, Gabe Shepard getting his first win on the season, five innings pitch, giving up three hits. Um, two walks, nine strikeouts. I mean, I think he was hitting 92, if I'm not mistaken. I mean, that's like, that's, you needed another pitcher to step up. And if he finally has that control down, it could be huge this weekend come term, tournament, time.
1: You and I talked about him after his very first start. I was at the game this year, uh, when he got his first, his first action, um, as a Golden Eagle, I believe. And, uh, I didn't know who he was, but even from the right field roost, you could tell this guy was just electric. There's something different, right? He's a, he's not a he's not a tall guy. He reminds you. I mean, you're gonna hear comparisons to like Roy Os- Oswald and you know shorter guys that just have an absolute lightning bolt for a right arm, um, and he's got one. And that game, I think he pitched just one inning. And then I was asking Rick about it, Rick Maddox, and he explained to me that he was coming off of, you know uh, Tommy John surgery and they're bringing him back slowly. But goodness gracious, he's a game changer. He is um he's the real deal and probably a legit one. It, you know, if you, if you can put it all together. Um heck you can say the same thing about JC Keys, really. Just absolutely electric stuff. Uh so it's 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 good to see and and he he could be he could be that wild card. Um if you can get through the bracket and get your way towards the championship round or anywhere close and have a guy like that that not a whole lot of people have seen. That that can that's just filthy. Um, yeah, that, that that could be that could be definitely the wild card uh, going deep into this tournament and, and maybe tournaments beyond this week. The Gold Eagles finished the regular
0: season thirty four and nineteen on the year twenty and ten in Conference USA RPI right now sitting at fifty five. Well, like we mentioned earlier, there is a new home run king in Matt Warner and a new home run queen in Mark Maddox. Uh, Matt Warner with 54 home <laughs> runs, Mark Maddox has 53. Um uh, nah, but Mark, I mean, dude, that, that was a very enjoyable episode last week. You kind of, you, you, love seeing records broken, but then on the flip side of that, you hate seeing a guy like Mark Maddox lose that record.
1: Yeah. Well, I appreciate that first of all, and it wasn't so much me as was Mark. <laughs> when you have guys like that, that, uh, they're just so humble and honest And just willing to answer any, you know, dumb question that I decided to ask. It's pretty cool. And, um, I tried my best. I really tried my best to get him to give himself a compliment. (laughs) He just won't do it, you know, uh, (laughs) which is, which is cool. That's kind of the Southern Miss way, really. Um, but no, yeah, and he mentioned it during the episode. And, and I guess it's really good that we squeezed that in, you know, right before, uh, Walnut decided to be Superman again. Um, and hit his 18th and 19th. You know it's a break to uh, tie and break but it was uh it was cool to get that done and I was so glad we did it when we did and and it it couldn't have happened to a better guy a better family really uh I uh, got gotten to know Matt's parents just a little bit out there in the roost and yeah he he he'll represent southern miss the right way for, from now you know until he quits playing which is looks like it's gonna be a pretty long time
0: for his efforts, Matt Walner not only named Conference USA's hitter of the week, but he was also named a national player of the week by Collegiate Baseball. So, congratulations to Matt Walner! Uh, what a what a career! It's not over yet. He still yeah. has. Hopefully, he has a few more chapters left to go. But what a career and what a treat! It's been watching this guy for the past
1: three seasons. Yeah, it is. I was looking up his stats right here. You know, it seems like maybe even a month and a half, maybe two months into the season. People were talking about what's wrong with Walner, <laughs> and you looked at his stats, and you're like, nothing. You know, he's hitting around 300, hitting bombs, and nobody's really pitching to him, so he's doing great. Try this line out. Uh, 315, 197 at bats, 62 hits, 12 doubles, 19 homers, 51 RBIs, uh, slugging percentage over 660. Uh Not too shabby, you know, for for a quote-unquote off year. Give me a break. This guy's a superhero, and 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 I sure hope he comes back for one more season. I just I don't see any way possible what happens. Well, coming up, uh, this, well we'll at least get
0: another chance to watch him play. So the Conference USA baseball tournament is happening at MGM Park in Biloxi this week. It's uh, it's tipping off. I, that's not really what you say. You're not kicking off. You're not tipping off. You're it's the first pitch. Mm-hmm. Um, 9 a.m. The number three seed Louisiana Tech taking on the number six seed Marshall. The winner of that game will play the winner of game number two, which is the number seven seed Rice against the number two seed Southern Miss. So with, with Southern Miss getting a two seed, uh, they are not playing in the normal four o'clock, seven thirty slot. They're gonna play a little earlier, but there's always they these games are always delayed. It wouldn't shock me if this game didn't start to like three or four. <laughs> you know?
1: Right, no, and if that's the case, then I'll be watching this game. Twelve thirty minutes is going to be tough. It's tough to squeeze that one around a work schedule. Uh, I hope that a lot of people come out for it. I think that they probably will. But most importantly, I've got to find a way to get that W. And, um, and Rice is going to be throwing that. I don't know. They're probably going to be throwing that Friday guy. So hmm. it's not going to be easy. But nothing this this part of the year is supposed to be easy. And you know what? Last week. Freaking UAB! That's just how UAB does it. But and they're not even in the tournament. They're not even in the tournament. I know. It's just it's just so typical of UAB. It's almost if UAB would have been in second place in the league, I think we I did a hundred percent chance that we would have swept it. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but anyway, uh, UAB got us. But now we got Rice, and um, and it's on, man. I mean, this time of year, that's what happens in Conference USA. Rice and Southern Miss get together, throw the record books out, and all that. Cliche this and that. Um, Southern Miss versus Rice in an important game, and and that's usually how it goes in Conference USA. So even though it's from the it's, it's the very first game in a tournament, it was gonna, it was going to happen at some point. So let's go ahead and do it, win it, get it out of the way. And um, if they come back through the losers bracket, then we'll just do it again. All these games
0: for the, those that can't make it down to the coast, um, these games are going to be on ESPN Plus. The championship game. On Sunday will be on the CBS Sports Network. Now, in this particular side of the bracket, you know, you look at Rice, who um, when we played them a couple of weeks, what two weeks ago, uh, they won two games, we won one. But on the other side, uh, Louisiana Tech and Marshall, we swept both of those teams. So that means nothing come tournament time, but um, you know they're going to be out for blood if they get that opportunity. So could make for an exciting tournament on that side of the bracket. On the other side. So game number three on Wednesday will take place allegedly at 4 p.m. It's going to be the number eight seed UTSA against the number one seed Florida Atlantic. And the winner of that game will play the winner of Old Dominion, the number five seed, and Western Kentucky. So there are the eight teams in the Conference USA tournament. That's going to be uh, Wednesday, May the 22nd through Sunday, May the 26th at MGM Park in the Biloxi. So get down there, support the Golden Eagles. Always a great time down there. Um, sandbar, whatever. <laughs>
1: just, hey, hey, yeah, and, and just quick quick uh, free plug, but uh, hit up Glorybound. Glorybound over in Ocean Springs, our good friend Will Taylor. There is not a bigger Sudden Miss fan. Um, so go by Glorybound. There'll be Sudden Miss. Uh, sure, have some Sudden Miss uh, game day specials out there. So yeah, but other than that, yeah, Sandbar. I just Perfect. thought about – I thought about this earlier today, by the way.
0: Oh, and Will, absolutely. Yeah, Will's a great dude, glory-bound, amazing food. But can you bet on college baseball?
1: I, mean, I was about to you... ask you if there are odds. You're always my odds guy, and I know they've got that breezeway now from the bow over to MGM Park. Not that I'm a super gambler guy, but
0: no, why I'm not, wouldn't
1: you? you know not... Why wouldn't you if you're right there, if you can walk across and come right back? I wonder if there's prop bets. Like is Walner going to hit a homer? That would I, be would, cool.
0: I you know, I just I've never We should have
1: done some research on that.
0: I've never seen anything on college uh, baseball, so I, I don't know. But that that definitely adds a new wrinkle to having this tournament on the coast. Um so hey, somebody go check it out, man, and <laughs> best of luck if you do. All right, Southern Miss Softball. So we didn't talk about it last week, but on Wednesday, May the eighth, in the first round of the Conference USA softball tournament, Southern Miss Falls to UTSA four to two, ending the season for the Southern Miss softball team. The Golden Eagles finish. 30 and 22 on the year. And uh, shortly thereafter. I believe it was the day after the tournament ended. Wendy Hogue announced she was stepping down. And later it was announced that she's becoming the new head softball coach at pedal. Don't really know uh, too much about the ins and outs of what actually happened. But um, she did indeed step down. And we are looking for a new head softball coach. But. Regardless of that, best of luck to Wendy Ho, whatever she does. Best of luck to this. This is tough for me
1: to say, but best of luck to the Pedal Panthers next year. <laughs> yeah, I bet it is. Um, nah, well, you know, I, 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 and I feel like we've kind of, we kind of created a little relationship with, with Wendy, um, through, through the interview that we had and, and just ran into her here and there. There's not a sweeter lady on the planet. There's really not. And, uh, things happen. And, um, you know, you kind of run your course sometimes and, 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 you have to make life decisions. She made one. Uh, she's not far away. Uh, she's gonna be still coaching. Um, and, and I believe she'll be coaching her daughter. You know, I think her daughter's running into to that, that high school range, maybe ninth or tenth grade out there at pedal. So, you know, good for her. Um, and she gave it her all. And I think we would be super lucky to have anybody, uh, near the caliber, caliber of Wendy uh taking the reins the next time around there's
0: been a couple of names that uh you may want to keep an eye on these are the the the, the, the ones I've heard rumors about of course you got Andy Lee at LSU Eunice and Mm -hmm. then Cliff Robinson at Jones Junior College spoke with Andy
1: and um you know Andy is a guy that that he, he's about our age, and I've known Andy for a while. He was actually roommates with, with Jeremy McLean at Delta State. And I think they, they, they played maybe room together in the Red Sox organization as well. So, I mean, and, and not only that, uh, Andy has just exceeded all expectations, I think. He's been at LSU units for, I don't know, eight, nine years. Five national championships okay it's a junior college don't get me wrong but they've played a lot of the same teams that we play in the fall every year uh you know we always do that but i know they've beaten louisiana tech and uh, teams like that um i think they beat monroe so you know he has the ability to recruit he has the ability to coach and and i know that he's a mississippi guy so you would have to think that his name would be fairly high on the list. The only thing he's lacking is that NCAA experience, but who cares, right? Can you win or can you not? Can you recruit or can't you? And I think he checks both of those boxes. Um, so it's, it, it's super, super duper preliminary list <laughs> that we have, just two people. Um, but, uh, but, but he's one of them on it. And I, I see no reason that he wouldn't at least get an interview and we'll see what happens from there.
0: And, you know, Cliff Robinson from Jones Junior College, I believe he won a, a, a
1: title this year. So I think this year, right. So, I was, yeah, right down the road. Um, and and, and it, the good thing about it is it's a job that people would, would want to have. It's not the best, uh, but it's getting better. It's better than it was 10 years ago. It's probably a little bit better than it was five years ago. I think Wendy left it better than she found it. So we're getting back. We had a winning record this year, getting back to uh, respectability and it's just looking for that coach that's this this willing to to somehow recruit the kind of talent coast to coast right that that can take us over the hump and i, I really believe that coach Hogue probably could have been that person um but she's not so we have to move on and those are the two names that you know at least right now you can kind of keep an eye on
0: around the same time that uh she resigned. Conference USA Pitcher of the Year Abby Traha, I think I said that right. She announced she was entering the transfer portal, and has since then ended up at NC State. So best of luck to Abby uh, with her with the transfer to NC State, and I hope all that goes well. And you know that's that's uh that's kind of what it is when it comes to softball and transfers.
1: It, you know, Wendy talked about it a little bit uh, in in our interview that it's one of the challenges in, in soft, in coaching division one softball is that if you have a player who's not playing or a player who might just want a change of scenery, there's really no, nothing to keep them, uh, from doing it. So, uh, here we are. And, you know, Abby was a competitor and she gave it her all while she was here. and, And, um, Wish her nothing but the best, but I don't know. I don't know what happened there. Maybe it was – Maybe I, I, I don't know. It would be speculation if I even guessed. So wish her the best um, and hope she kills it over at NC State and hope that we find somebody that can jump right in there next year and, and give the same kind of effort she gave for us this year. Other
0: Southern Miss news or Southern Miss related news this week, Southern Miss basketball announced via Twitter that Golden Eagle great Clarence Weatherspoon was returning for his fourth year as an assistant coach. This is something we talked about for a while. Um, excited to, to see Spoon in the mix.
1: You felt like he was going to be the whole time. Uh, it, <laughs> I know when it wasn't announced just right away, uh, I didn't even want to really talk about it that much because I, I don't. I didn't know if there was any kind of you know issue there with uh, with with the with, uh, with a new regime or anything. I didn't think there was, but who knows? Um, the big deal with spoon with people like that with living legends, you gotta wonder if at some point the grind doesn't just get to them. Uh, this this getting on airplanes, especially in our conference, you know, the travel is 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 uh, just nationwide really, and. Um We know he loves the program. Heck, he's been there most of the years when you and I are sitting over there in Section G. We see him sitting courtside, so he's always been around it. Son's still on the team. Good to see him back. It's a no-brainer as far as keeping him. Just from nothing else, I mean, obviously he has a huge knowledge, a huge basketball IQ, but just from a recruiting standpoint, I mean, how'd you like Clarence Weatherspoon to come into your house? Like, if the kids don't know him. Uh, the parents do, <laughs> so you got to recruit the parents a little bit, and he can do that just easily.
0: Also, Southern Miss news this week: Former Golden Eagle and current West Jones head baseball coach Trey Sutton led the Mustangs to the 5A state championship after 10 and one and five and two victories over Lafayette. Trey, uh, another Southern Miss baseball great, winning national championships, oh, national state championships for the West Jones Mustangs.
1: We gotta get Trey on the show, man. We've talked about it. I know I've mentioned it to him a couple times. Uh, it's time to go ahead and uh, put that line in the water and see if we can't get him on. I'm gonna. That's come. That, that's that's my thing for next week. See if we can get Trey on.
0: Uh, he doesn't have anything to do now. I mean, they just they won the. Cha- the he's done, over. right? What's he's he doing done. every
1: day? He's just he's sitting around. You
0: know. He's yapping. I'm,
1: I'm probably gonna, I'm probably gonna help a brother out. Hey man, yeah, quit being so lazy. I'm talking on the <laughs> show. <laughs>
0: Also, it was announced this week that former Golden Eagle Jamie Collins was re-signing with the New England Patriots after spending the past few seasons with the Cleveland Browns. He kind of took a one-year deal. Um, not the best payday. He got paid last time, but this is kind of a, a chance to prove himself and be back in a system where he sh- shined under Bill Belichick. Hopefully, he can get a ring out of it this time, too. He didn't get one last time, right? I, he, he had one ring, okay. but I, I mean... God, bless, I'd love for him to get a ring, but at the same time, I'm, the Patriots have won enough damn rings
1: already. It's,
0: <laughs> let Cameron Tom win one. That's what I okay. say.
1: Fair point. Fair <laughs> point. Fair point.
0: But no, I'm excited. I mean, that's you know, it's kind of funny that he's leaving. Like Cleveland is starting to finally get some win in their sales, and now he's leaving. You know, they seem to be primed for big things finally. So, um, but the Patriots are still the Patriots. So I'm sure he'll, we'll see him uh, well off into the playoffs this season as well.
1: Yeah, very cool. Very cool.
0: Something else I wanted to bring up. So Southern Miss, um, the ticket office, they unveiled a the 2019 football season ticket renewal rewards program. So basically they're going to have, I believe they're going to have drawings and, and, and whatnot. Um, they're going to notify... The the winners, but every week they're going to have a, a drawing of some kind, and they're going to give away some some prizes. So uh if you renew your your season tickets for football, you are in the mix. So on May the twenty fourth, they're giving away four touchdown club passes to any home game. Then on May and see that's one that I would I mean it's neat, but like I like our seats, you know.
1: Yeah, but our wives would love it.
0: I will send there. We'll send them up there. I don't care. Yeah. Then on May the 31st, four tickets to either the Mississippi State or Alabama game, if you want to put up with uh, all those shenanigans. Then on June the 7th, four pregame sideline passes to any home game. That's probably not a good idea for us.
1: No, probably not.
0: Then on June 13th, four compliment, complimentary tickets to any home basketball game. So, um, yeah, get some prizes for going ahead and renewing your tickets, and it's going to be an amazing year. For Southern Miss football, it just feels like it. You feel like everything's coming together. So if you don't have those tickets, go ahead, and get them now. They have a goal 30, 30, five times. So they're trying to put thirty thousand butts in the seats five times this year. We've um, we've done it a couple of times in the past. So I don't think there's any reason why we can't do it again. Let's 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 get after it. It's going to be so much fun to watch the team this year. This is not necessarily Southern Miss related, but it kind of is because they're an opponent this year. Former Florida State quarterback DeAndre Francois will be a graduate transfer walk-on at FAU. He, uh, he had a pretty solid, uh, year for freshman year at Florida State, then a, had an injury that took him out for the year. Uh, last year, um, he didn't really do as well in the new system and he got in some off-the-field trouble. So he's heading to FAU, which is apparently the new last chance U.
1: Yeah, p- pretty fitting. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> They'd be heading to FA. How many years has he got left? I mean, Kiffin, he went he's out, a, I know he went, he went out and got, uh, two years ago, I know he went out and got all those one year guys and had one halfway decent season. Everybody thought he was the best coach ever. I'm like, hey, I don't think getting one year transfers is a pro- program builder, but we'll see what happens. He's got, he's got, he's a grad transfer, so he's got one year. One year. Okay. Well, it's not like we haven't done it. Okay. I get it. Everybody just light me up on Twitter saying that, you know, hey, we've done the one year guys too. I, I get that. But, you know, there's a way to build a program, and a way to just try to find lightning in a bottle, and who knows? We'll see what they got. But is this the year that they're they're not coming to the Rock this year, are they?
0: No, we're going there. It's the last game of the year. Um, Unless right there's a championship
1: game here, I guess.
0: Correct. Correct. They still haven't they'll, hosted one of those. They'll, they'll they'll be here next year. Yeah, I think we we talked about that with uh, I talked about it with Paxton last year, and I get yeah, the players need to know that we haven't hosted one of those. We, Mm-mm. We have won the most titles but have never hosted a championship game at the Rock. I guess when we were kicking ass, we didn't really have championship games. But now that we do, I think it's about time that we host one.
1: Right, for sure. I guess the last one, well, what was it the last one, Houston?
0: Yes, the last one we played. Well, we played in the one, the last championship we won was against Houston in 2011. The last one we played in was in 2015 against Western Kentucky. God, 2011. That's too long.
1: I know everything happened after that. We don't have to read. I, I know, but, geez. If, 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 they hadn't been ste-
0: if they hadn't gotten away with stepping all over Dylan Bradley, we probably would have won that one in
1: 2015.
0: Yeah. But anyways. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's shut it down, man. Special thanks to all the listeners. You guys can follow us on Twitter at ToTheTopTalk. You can follow me at Jamie underscore Errington. Jason at Bumper J. Bailey on Facebook and Instagram as well. Got to give our shout-outs. Shout-out to College sports unfiltered.com Go check them out. Shout-out to the men of Sigma Chi, the Theta Delta Chapter. Shout-out to Drew Wick for slinging the graphics. And, hey, a very happy birthday this week to my old teammate, former Jones Junior College cheerleader and Southern Miss cheerleader, and she married a former Southern Miss baseball player, Kelly Wagner, had an amazing 40th birthday party this past weekend at the biling Company. Jason, do you have any shout-outs?
1: Real quick, uh, we, we, I mentioned it earlier. I uh, played in the 4th uh, Street Bar uh, golf uh, tournament that they had this past Sunday, been in fitting the Hub City Humane Society. And just real quick shout-out, saw a few guys there, Will Taylor, John Smith, Jake McAllister, Jeff Lazenby, and a very special shout-out to Claude Courtney. Um, I've never met Claude. Uh, I've seen it, We've kind of been following each other on Twitter uh, for a while now, but he, he came up and spoke to me, and I really wish that I wasn't dressed up in a bathing suit and a crazy shirt. <laughs> <laughs> but um, that's what you do for the 4th Street Bar Tournament. But he came up, said he really enjoyed the show. Um, I, I really enjoyed talking with him and enjoyed playing in the tournament. So shout-out, to, to Slade White and uh, and Booty who, and Kevin Walters who put that tournament on. It was uh, a lot of fun.
0: Claude's a good dude. He's a good dude.
1: All right, so – Comedy shows,
0: Hub City Comedy's ninth anniversary show, we've had nine years of Hub City Comedy, it's unreal, It's going to be at Keys in Hattiesburg on Friday, June the 7th. That show's going to be at 8 p.m., $5 tickets, get to see 15 of the best comics in the Hub City. Uh, we're going to r- release the poster for this sometime this week, and it is amazing. It is the best poster that we've ever put out. Cool. Gotta be looking out for that one. Then, Last for Life is going to be taking place on Friday, August the 2nd. That's our annual Cancer Benefit Show. This year, we've got Frank Caliendo coming back, as seen on Mad TV, Fox NFL Sunday, ESPN, with special guest Keith Auberstadt. So we put out a video on social media earlier today just to kind of help spread the word, but it was from the last time Frank was here. He's backstage and he started doing his John Madden talking about Brett Favre. Mm-hmm. And then he pans over and Brett Favre's behind him. <laughs> and it was, it was just classic. You know, I get home that night. That's on Sports Center. It was a, it was, it was kind of surreal watching it all go down, but Frank's going to be back in Hattiesburg Friday, August 2nd. Don't miss that show. It's going to be amazing. Also. I feel like we've been plugging this for a while now, but it's not over yet. <laughs> Vote for To The Top Talk for Best Local Podcast and this year's Best of the Pine Belt Awards. Voting going on right now at festivalsouth.org. Do it for Bump.
1: Is that still going on?
0: I'm pretty sure it is.
1: I have to start voting again. It's been like a month since I voted.
0: Yeah, it's the, yeah, man. you got to get those website clicks. you gotta, you got to make mm. it for all it's worth. Got gotcha. you. If you guys want to support the show, you want to get a shout-out weekly, check us out, patreon.com slash to the top talk. If you want to run an ad on the show, if you want to sponsor the show, we have all those options out there for you and more. Um, so go check us out, patreon.com slash to the top talk. All right, Jason, you have any final thoughts before we really shut it down?
1: Man, I'm just looking forward to this week, looking forward to getting this tournament on. Whenever this tournament rolls around, you know one thing. That means that there is oppressive heat in South Mississippi. <laughs> so so let's get out there and let's avoid any lightning delays and let's take care of rice on Wednesday.
0: Sounds good. Look for To The Top Talk with Jamie Arrington and Jason Bailey on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, and Stitcher. Subscribe. Give us a rating. give us Hey, we got some good reviews this week, by the way. I appreciate that. Cool. Uh, yeah. Give us a rating. Give us a review. Helps us out. And as always, Southern Miss to the top Talk